The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there, and welcome to today's show, and we've got a great show for you. I'd like to remind you that any time you put a comment in or ask a question, whether that's in the live show or in a download, then we donate to B1G1, buy one, give one. Also have a, a, a really close connection with them, and all of our guests, we um, will actually donate on their behalf. And it's because we are so keen to help people who at the moment are vulnerable or finding life very difficult. It leads actually quite nicely on to the theme of today's show. So many people experience neglect, trauma, abuse, toxic relationships, bullying as a child or as an adult. But ultimately, if that's you and you're listening, you have a choice to make. Your choice is that you can allow whatever has happened, and please don't think I'm making light of it, I'm not at all. It's awful that you've been through those things, but you can choose whether or not that's going to define the rest of your life or not. It's your choice whether you take anything from that and allow yourself to move forward. And it's a theme that we've visited a few times uh, on the show. But when you look around the world and you see what's going on, many, many people are struggling at the moment, that there is division, there is such fear in the world. There are people who are traumatized by uh, bereavement, by illness, by war. And it seems so trite to say it's your choice whether or not you let it define you. But that actually is the reality. If there is someone who has hurt you, bullied you, abused you, that abuse in a sense continues long after the actual event is past. If you live in that trauma, you live in that place where you are the victim to the abuse. I've worked with many people who have been traumatized, who've been abused, who have had toxic relationships, who've been bullied. But what we've done together is helped them take control of their lives, for them to forgive the perpetrator. Because if you don't, it's like holding on to the poison yourself and expecting the other person to die. Ultimately, the quality of your life day by day is yours. It's down to you whether or not you live in the past and focus on what's gone wrong in your life or that something that's gone well and you, you yearn for that to be happening or you're anxious about the future and you focus only on that 
and you never live in the present. Now, I've got a very special guest for you today. My guest, Petya Kolobova, has a philosophy which I am so, uh, I so agree with it. Her philosophy, I'm going to read it to you because I want to get it absolutely right. The more in tune we are with who we really are when we're not being everything for everyone else, the easier and richer and more fulfilling our lives become. So in a sense, so many people are focusing on the things that have gone wrong in their life or they blame other people because they've been trying to please those people uh, because that's what they think that they want and they'll like me or love me if I do what other people tell me to do or the expect I meet their expectations rather than being who I'm meant to be. And I would say my belief is that each of us is meant to be happy, successful, fulfilled. We are, are here on this earth to enjoy, to enjoy abundance, to enjoy love, to enjoy the world around us. But in order to do that, you've got to see it, you've got to look for it, and you've got to make some choices. We talked a lot on this show about taking radical responsibility for your thoughts, your emotions, your behaviours, your language. And when you do that, then you are in control of your life. Now, of course, there are lots of things that we can't control. You've got to, you've got to look at the news to know that there are so many things that are out of our control. But what we can control is how we deal with it, how we view it how we allow that to make us feel. Being genuine, I mean, you think of my company name, Genuinely You, is all about being authentic, recognizing that you have a voice and that your voice carries as much weight and as much validity as anybody else. How you voice it, when you voice it, whether you make other people wrong in order for you to be right, those are all very different uh, things. But in principle, you have value. Your voice and your opinion have value. And ultimately, it is about being authentic, being genuine and recognizing who you are, not making anybody else wrong, not imposing your will on other people. That's not what we're talking about. But being able to, to recognize that how you live your life has to be lived for you. And we're going to explore those themes after the break. But I'd like you to think about your life. I mean, trauma and abuse come in all sorts of, of guises. And this is not an area of your life to compare. You know, my trauma is worse than yours. My abuse was more terrible than yours because it's about how you feel about it. But it's also about what are you going to do about it? How are you going to move forward in your life? How are you going to make the most of every single day and be the best version of you that you can be? And so in a moment, we're going to have a break and then we're going, I'm going to introduce uh, Petia and we're going to explore that sense of being true to yourself and how you can do that even when things are tricky and challenging. It's still possible for you to take that 
responsibility to be true to yourself because nobody's going to do it for you except for you. So don't go away. Come back after the break and I'm going to introduce my guest to you. Take care. See you in a minute. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. Thanks for coming back. I'd like to introduce Petia to you. Let me read you her her bio because it's a, a really interesting one. Petia Kolibova is a woman's transformational coach who helps women who have been pushed down and been playing small due to toxic relationship or unhealed childhood trauma to create a life that's true to them and their sole purpose. Her mission is to help women who are on the path to healing from past wounds move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can finally do what they want to do, what feels good to them, and serve other women in a powerful way online. Petia pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs immense clarity and exact steps to transition from side hustler to CEO. If she's not interviewing on her podcast, Unapologetically, Abundant, Working Out or Reading, you'll find her in nature, disconnecting from the world and connecting to herself. So without more ado, I'd like to welcome Petia. Hello, thank you so much for having me here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Petia, I'd really like to know a little, and I'm sure our viewers and our listeners would, a little bit of your backstory. How have you come to be doing this sort of work? 
It's beautiful. If I would believe in coincidences, I would say that I end up where I am just by coincidence, you know, but I truly believe that everything in life is happening for us. And I really loved your, um, your starting of today's show and sharing that really the choices that we are doing in our lives, mm. even if it may seem unbelievable, like why we mm. would be choosing abuse or hardship or pain in our life. I believe that everything it's really happening for us and the same happened in my life because when people look at me nowadays, it's so easy to see me as living in a tropical Mexico, just married the love of my life a couple months ago. Congratulations. Having, thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and having a beautiful business that it's not only successful financially, but it's really fulfilling my soul. But it hasn't been this way always. And that's no. why I love sharing how did I start it? Because I went through the darkness. I went through the darkness when my mom got pregnant when she was 17 by accident. Again, if I would believe yeah. she was dating my dad for two years, got pregnant. So my whole life, I created this story in my mind that I was just an accident. I shouldn't be here. Her life would be better if she wouldn't get pregnant that early uh, to a father who left us two years later anyway. Mm. And she remarried and I was physically and mentally abused by my stepfather, which led me into toxic relationship because I thought I'm unlovable and unworthy mm. and I was harming myself and my body and developed eating disorder for two decades. And when I was 18, I ran away from home. And the same year I attempted for suicide. So there were really hard moments in my life. And when I look back, as you know, Steve Jobs says, you cannot connect the dots looking forward, only looking no. backward. Now it does make sense because it, it really helped me to be understanding, more patient, mm -hmm. compassionate, very deeply loving, very deeply protective. My clients call me mama bear for a reason. <laughs> so when I look back, it makes sense. But when you're sitting in it, like you were mentioning at the beginning of the show, when you're in it, when you're in that pain, when you are in that suffering, mm -hmm. you don't even seem to see any further. And that's why I'm doing today what I'm doing, working with women, because I truly believe sometimes all we really need is a hope. It's inspiration. Mm -hmm. It's to see that there is possible better future than what we are experiencing right here and right now. I think that's absolutely so. And we, we, we obviously both work with, with women who have been traumatized and who've had their challenges. My challenges in life have been very different, but it, those challenges hone us like fire hones iron and makes it into steel. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that for many of my clients, I'd be interested to know whether it's been your experience too, is that once people can just give themselves a little bit of distance and look into the past and look, you know, what, what has it taught me? What are the lessons that I've learned from that? That I'm resilient, that I'm a survivor, mm -hmm. that I am strong. And then to forgive and to think, how can I use that moving forward to make a positive difference? Yes. People just blossom and they start to fully engage and enjoy life in a very different way. 
You're absolutely right. It's important to take that step back, like you mentioned, because when you're in the eye of the storm, you won't have any clarity. It's yeah. it's really challenging to see even end of it or what is good about it. Yeah. But when women come to me and they say, I, I hate how I look, I hate my job, I hate where I am in life and things like that. I was like, where do you think that hate will take you? <laughs> you will create even more of that because that is your focus. So yeah. no matter where you are, it's important to say, what is good about this? And maybe you're going through something we cannot even imagine, yeah. right? And it would be almost impossible to say what is good about that. Yeah. Yet it's always building us up, whether it's mm -hmm. physically, whether it's spiritually. Mm -hmm. Even the woman who went through so much pain and abuse that I personally cannot even imagine. Now they're helping others on how to overcome it. Now they're raising kids. They're loving and respectful, even though they're still working on their, yeah. you know, pain and shadows, like they gain something. Mm -hmm. They survived, right? Yeah. And there might be a victims who did not survive. And I truly believe that, we get to stand up for those, you know, like when we know that something is happening, that it's not, it's, it's injustice that yeah. is painful. That's why we get to speak up. That's why we get to be on these shows. That's why we get to be inspiring people around us to choose better, to do better. I truly believe that with our voice, we have an immense power to shift lives. And maybe mm -hmm. there were lives that are not here anymore yet. Those who are listening they know that there is a chance and there is a yeah. hope and it's in their hands. I think that's so powerful. What I think would be helpful is, was what was the pivotal moment that shifted you from being in that place where effectively you were a victim to your eating disorder and to the trauma and abuse you'd been through? That was, that was running your life, wasn't it? What made the change? Because I think for many people who are in that dark time, yes, they can understand the hope, but perhaps feel it's not, you know, I can't touch it. I can't get to there. What made it happen for you? It's a beautiful and powerful question because I do love sharing the how. It's not about like, okay, your life was terrible and now it's amazing. Good for you. I'm still sitting in my pain, right? So yeah. I love talking about that gap. And that gap for me was first, um, like my eating disorder, when I was really, you know, suffering with that, it was so bad. I didn't want to be here. I was so physically and mentally tired and hating my life, hating myself, that the, the inner critic, the inner voices that I was hearing, you know, it was just, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are? And things like that. So for me, the most important thing was starting to shifting the dialogue, the, what I'm thinking about myself, what am I feeling about myself? So for me, it was connecting online with, um, teachers and mentors like Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza, Tony Robbins. So instead of thinking that I'm hopeless, I was mm -hmm. listening to those. So start changing mm -hmm. what you are seeing, what you are feeling in your life. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. So that is the most important step because it's you cannot change how you're feeling 
in a day in, in like, you know, like you can change how you're feeling, but your life, it's not going to change within one day because usually it's a decades, right? Decades that we went hurt or that we were thinking differently. So for me, it was reading a books, listening to the podcast, mm -hmm. looking at the YouTube videos, starting to write affirmations that I could personally believe mm -hmm. because, you know, sometimes you are saying affirmations and it's so far away that you subconscious like that's not true i am not happy i am not wealthy i'm not <laughs> feeling lovable right but what really helps me and this is something that louise hay um teaches is i am willing and open to accept i'm willing and open right yeah. so i feel like the willingness and openness started to shift something within me and I started to see the world in different ways. And one quote that truly helped me a lot from Dr. Wayne Dyer yeah. was when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yeah. That helped me so much in my relationships, in my job that I didn't want to be there. And then I learned from Abraham Hicks, you know, and Esther Hicks and their um, shifting of your energy. So mm -hmm. it was a gradual process. It wasn't like one day I woke up and, and decided like, Oof, okay, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, and it is still journey. I still yeah. have those days that, you know, it, it seems like a different level, different doubts, different thoughts we have. And, I, I really believe that we came here to to learn and to grow and to expand and that growth will be different for each and every one of us. So start exactly where you are and start asking yourself, what would make me feel just a little bit better today? Right here, right now. What do I need to see? What do I need to hear? How can I take care of my body? It's so important. So I feel like that was the, the major step for me, starting to shift how I'm thinking. I think that it's such a powerful thing. I, I love I mean, the people that you talk about. They've also been my mentors online. Um, you know, when you change the way you perceive things, then you create the change. And I think for me that, 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 that that's the pivotal thing, isn't it? When you recognize that actually... It's down to you to make the shift. Mm -hmm. If you wait for somebody else to do it for you, then you are still a victim to however they want to be. Now, I need to make it very clear. I think working with someone like yourself or me can help people find their way through the maze. And it can be quite challenging when people come out of the darkness and they don't know what to do. If you can work one-on-one -on -one with someone, it can make a huge difference. But for those who say, but yeah, I can't afford that. There has never been a time when there is a greater amount of resources available to you for free um, from the library, from the internet and so on. Absolutely. And, and I love that because just today, one of my newest clients, she, we met in person on one event and she messaged me today. She was like, Right from the beginning, when I saw you, I knew I want to be working with you, mm -hmm. but I had to sort it out financially. And so I was listening to your podcast and it helped me to get through. And now we're working together. So yeah. I am really thankful for the times that we are living in when people can go to library, yeah. when they can be listening to a beautiful, powerful show like yours, that they can take those first steps feeling yeah. guided. 
It's interesting, isn't it? We had a, I was on a, a clubhouse meeting this morning, was helping run, run that, and we were talking about, you know, can you trust people that you meet online? Um, and part of what I was saying was, actually, is that any different to meeting people in, in person? You have to make a judgment, don't you, whether that person is trustworthy and you, you will have your particular way of doing that. And you've got to trust your gut. But I think one reason I bring that up is it's finding someone you, you mentioned, Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, Louise Hayes, uh, Esther and, uh, and Abraham Hicks, people who you resonate with particularly I would say if what you're resonating with is more negativity it's time to steer away and find someone that's going to help you find a more positive way of being um, but ultimately the minute you start to take control by going to listen or going to read you have already shifted haven't you you've opened the door of possibility so if the door is locked you can't push the door. But if the door is ajar and you're open to that possibility, this is what you were saying earlier, then magic happens and the opportunity to grow and develop and be truly who you are mm -hmm. becomes available. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned it now again, uh, also as a beginning of your show, it's really being authentically you. So many years I've been chasing, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Does it even matter if I'm here or not? And what I realize without going any further or, you know, chasing anymore, it's your purpose. It's to be you. As simple as indeed. that, it truly is. Because once you truly embrace the fact that you're perfectly made for your purpose, the way you look, the way you speak, the way you perceive the world, yeah. only you can influence other people around you by your way of being. No one is you and that it's really your superpower. So instead of seeing what do we want to change and what do we wish that would be different, like really step into what are your gifts, what comes to you easily, start acknowledging yourself instead of punishing yourself for not being mm -hmm. someone else. So being authentically you, it's what truly brought all the abundance in my mm -hmm. life. It's interesting, isn't it? Because we are conditioned from very small children, you know, be good for mummy um, and being good for mummy. And I'm not suggesting that's a bad thing necessarily, but when that conditioning becomes, I have to do what other people want in order to be loved, in order to be liked, in order to be valued, that's a very dangerous route. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that I find quite fascinating with new clients is you ask them, you know, what do you like about yourself? What do you admire about yourself? And it's, oh, um, oh um, what don't you like about yourself? And they reel off 43 pages mm -hmm. of the things that they don't like mm -hmm. and getting them to recognize. Well, OK, if you imagine that you were looking at you as uh, and they were your best friend, what are the attributes and the skills that you would acknowledge in that person if you were using the same criteria for you as you used for everybody else? But we have these dual criteria by which we judge ourselves and world, and they're so different, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, people are so much harder on themselves than they are on anybody else. 
Absolutely. I always ask my clients, the way you speak about yourself and think about yourself, would you think about that, about like your younger sister or a best friend, or if you have a little daughter, would you tell her the things you're telling yourself? And mm -hmm. right away, they're like, no. Well, why didn't you're doing this to yourself? Because one thing we get to remember, we teach other people how to treat us the way we treat ourselves. Mm -hmm. I was in relationships that I wasn't valued, that I was cheated on, that yeah. I was taken advantage of. But it was because I saw myself less than. I saw myself yeah. not enough. I saw myself as unlovable. And then I literally said, enough, it's enough. In my last relationship, when I saw, find out that, yeah. you know, my, my partner was cheating on me, I'm like, enough, it's enough. I would rather be alone than, you know, mm -hmm. believe that every single man cheats. Like, that's how I was right. Men cheat, you know, that's yeah. what they do. They're hunters. And so I'm like... I don't want to believe that. I really no. don't. So yes, you can hear others, but you have to ask yourself, is that my truth? Is that really hundred percent unshakable truth? Can you really like say it is a fact that every single man cheat? You can't. No. Can you sing, like say that it's really hard to make money? Is that really, really true? No, it's not. It, you can receive money easily, right? And doing things you love. So it is possible. So everything and anything, like you said, that we were conditioned, you got to check in with yourself. And it doesn't matter if you're 20 years mm -hmm. old or 70 years old. Take a moment to pass and see the results in your life. And how did you create it? What thoughts and feelings really created mm -hmm. it? And then ask yourself, is this still serving me? Is this belief still serving yeah. me? And is that really true? That's something that everyone has to do, no matter where we are in our lives, because we are changing and growing. But sometimes we keep the beliefs from when we were five, ten years old. Isn't it interesting how often those beliefs are never challenged? Mm -hmm. And when I have exactly the same type of conversation with people, uh, and you know, how does that serve you? How and it's a, I think that's such a powerful question because you know when you then start to unpick it as I'm sure you found and you say but where's your evidence you know you've made uh, you're making sweeping statements based on your belief but actually can you demonstrate evidence of something else and of course they can one of the things that I think would be really helpful. I believe that your sense of self-worth, which is what we're talking about, is absolutely paramount. Now, I come from the UK, and in the UK, there is a culture that if you um, if you acknowledge your worth to others, you're seen as boastful, you're seen as arrogant. And I would argue, it depends on how you do it and when you do it and where you do it, but acknowledging your value, acknowledging your skills, your attributes, the just the very who you are is a vital step to becoming whole. How do you help people step into becoming whole? I love that because I'm originally from Czech Republic and I used to live in the UK. I used to live in oh, London. Well, you, you'll know it well. <laughs> I know it very well. I am, so I am now... I said, like, I just got married for my second time, second and the last time. However, my first husband was from Czech Republic. 
And in the moment that I started to grow personal development and doing yoga and doing things for myself, he started to tell me I'm arrogant and I'm selfish. And because I wanted to do things for me that felt good to me and not only good for him, right? So I, I absolutely see where you're coming from. And I feel like it's especially for women, you know, especially for women, we were conditioned, we got to first set everybody else and then ourselves. And to become back whole, it's such a beautiful question. I truly feel that it is about unpacking those limiting beliefs first. Mm -hmm. You got to see like, what are you believing about yourself if those beliefs are really yours? And then starting to shift and giving your mind evidence, why do you do deserve your desires? Mm -hmm. You got to see why do you deserve your desires? Because when you're in your heart, when you truly believe in your worthiness, then you don't need to give yourself any evidence and proof. You know you're worthy. You, you're worthy because you are here. Like there are no accidents in the universe. Like what are the chances that you were born, right? So you would see yourself as worthy and, 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 and having a place here on this earth, but when you don't, you do get to give yourself the evidence. So I love my clients just to write down, like, what is your desire and why do you deserve it? Because mm -hmm. when you're still in your head and overthinking and overanalyzing, thinking you're not worthy or good enough, or like, what would other people think? Well, who cares what would other people think? Because you're the only one who will be with yourself for the rest of your life till your last breath. People will come, people will go but you're the one who stays. So if you keep changing your beliefs and how you feel in the world about yourself and about the world, well, you will be never fulfilled and really fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So looking at what are your desires and why do you deserve them, right? For example, mm -hmm. I do want to be even wealthier than I am because the more money that I have, the more I am helping other people. Taking mm -hmm. care of my mom, I used to take care of my grandma until recently when she transitioned. We are sending money monthly to Bali to disadvantaged mm -hmm. kids to help them with their education and life. So I know I'm worthy of having money because I'm mm -hmm. not doing any, you know, like wasteful things. I'm helping the world. Mm -hmm. So look at your desires and step into that worthiness and deservingness. And again, when we are starting this journey, we got to give ourselves the evidence. Why do we deserve it? And then yeah. you're like, of course I deserve it. Of course I'm worth it. It's really interesting that very often working with men, and I work with both men and women, and I think the, the principles that we're talking about actually are true for anybody. And I think that's important to say that. I know yes. you tend to focus uh, on women, but, but you know, if you're a guy out there and you're listening to this, please don't think that this is exclusive to women, you need to look at your beliefs, you need to look at your desires and whether you deserve it too. But I think one of the things that, that strikes me is for many of the women that I've worked with, not all, it's when you say to them, what is it that you're modeling for your children? Mm. What's the message you want your children to take from the way in which you are behaving? If, you know, if you're in a toxic relationship, that's what they're seeing, that you are prepared to not only make compromises, but compromise yourself. That's what they see as, as being normal. Mm. You know, not having a good self, sense of self-worth when they love you and they see the value in you means do they then not value themselves? 
And where initially they don't do it for themselves, they do it for their children. And I think, you know, that this is a such an important message that we are offering people today is today is the beginning of the rest of your life. And it's your choice whether or not you'd carry that big baggage of all of the negative stuff that you've carried so far in your life or whether you look at your beliefs, whether you choose that you're moving forward from today is going to be different. Absolutely. Now, you very kindly offered a free gift. So could you tell people about the free gift that you're offering? Yes, absolutely. I um, I love, um, you know, with a, with a free gift, I feel like it can take you back to your freedom. It's a, it's a roadmap to your freedom and to truly realizing like, what are your values? What do you truly value in the world? Because that's something that really changed my life, literally. When I realized wh who I am and what do I stand for, and then I looked at my life and saw if that really aligns, and if not, what are the steps that I can take that will help me align with that, that literally changed everything. I released everything that wasn't serving me anymore, and I created the freedom of my life that I never believed possible. So I want this for, you know, your listeners too, to create this roadmap to freedom when they can be really free to be themselves. Excellent. And I think Rox is going to put up the, uh, the, the web address for that so people can um, have a look. And we will make sure it's in the show notes too. Um, so... We, as I said at the beginning of the program, we belong to buy one, give one, uh, be one, g one. And one of the things that genuinely do is for every guest, we donate on their behalf. Every month I have three projects for them to choose from. Um, some of our guests have also chosen to uh, to join be one, g one, which is brilliant. But, but the three projects every month go towards, generally speaking, education, clean water, food, and, and and so on. And you have chosen which project that you would like to do? The, the project of um, supporting the education, because I truly believe that it's really important, you know, to... Um, I feel like when, when we learn and when we grow and, and when we really find our own, again, worth and value, everything is possible. And the project that actually that we're supporting this month is Dalit Girls in India. Mm -hmm. Now, they are, though, if you know anything about India, they have a caste system and Dalit is the lowest caste. So children who are born into that caste, girls don't, don't normally get educated uh, beyond about 10. Um, and their expectation in terms of, of what opportunities are open to them are very limited. This project gives those girls a, a great education and the opportunity to go on to further education um, and opens the door of possibilities. So it is a project that I think is so worthwhile and so fitting with what we've been talking about is you know, allowing women to, to step into their potential. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, 
And, you know, I wish you every fortune, good fortune moving forward and enjoy uh, being a newlywed uh, and all that goes with that. So thank you very much. Don't go away. The show hasn't finished yet. We'll see you after the break. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. Join international live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. I want to spend the last few minutes of the show talking to you about finding your authentic voice. One of those things that uh, came out of to today is how important it is to be truly who you are, and to recognize your worth. And, you know, dealing with limiting beliefs, recognizing all of those things that, that you can do, that you are, is really important. But one of the things that many of my clients will, uh, will talk about as being an issue is they find it very difficult to speak up and speak their truth, particularly if they are still within a tricky situation within a, a relationship or at work. One of the things I think that's so important is to give yourself the opportunity to recognize what it is you truly want to say. And it's initially, I'm not suggesting that you start from this place in terms of how you articulate to other people, but it's really worth just sitting down in a quiet place and thinking about it. If, if I had the opportunity to say what I wanted to say, what would it be? And then to ask yourself the question, why is it that I'm not saying it? Is it because I'm frightened that I'll upset somebody? Am I frightened that the other person will be aggressive back? Is it because 
I'm not really quite sure what I want to say. And like with most things in life, preparation, particularly in the early stages, is really helpful. So let me give you a couple of examples, and, and they're really common examples. So it's, it's quite common for people to say, you know, my husband and my kids never help me, or my wife doesn't do what I want, whatever it might be. And I ask the question, so how do they know what you want? Do you actually say to them, darling, would you please do such and such? It would be a real help. Uh, we'll get dinner earlier if you come and help me peel the vegetables or whatever. And they say, no. I ask, what is it that you do? And the reality is that when they're not getting what they want in that situation, a very common behavior is to huff and puff, to assume that people are mind readers, that they are able um, to understand what it is you want, even though those words are not actually coming out of your mouth, that you're not articulating. So let me share one particular client was talking about, and it happened to be the wife and, and uh, about her husband, and that, that how unhelpful he was being, that they both had full-time jobs. It was always her uh, job to look after the kids. It was always her job to do the housework. Husband would come in, lie on the settee and say, I've had a hard day. And so I said, well, what do you do? Which is where I go into the kitchen and I make dinner. And I said, well, how does he know what you want? He said, well, I'm... I'm I'm banging the pots down and I'm, you know, he can hear me in the kitchen. And I said, well, have you ever thought of going in and saying to him, right, we're going to do this together, um, come and help me and then we can eat sooner. Or to say, I'm tired too, how about we go out for dinner? But actually articulating what we want rather than huffing and puffing and banging and crashing. Another example is when somebody says, will you do something? And ultimately, you haven't got time, you don't want, you don't, maybe you do want to do it, but it's going to really put you out and put your priorities at the bottom of the list. There are so many people who will say yes when what they truly want to say is no, because they don't want to upset, disappoint, because it's easier to go along with it than it is to have the repercussions. And so, preparing and being able to say things like I'd love to help but actually I'm not able to today um, because I've got other commitments but you know another time please ask me and if I'm free I'll happily do it now the really important thing in all of this is neutral voice no whine no nag no edge but to simply say you know I'm really sorry but I have other commitments if it's your boss saying I want you to do this work and this work to say lovely but have a look at my workload and tell me what you'd like me to uh, put on the back burner because I want to do it properly and haven't got time to do it at all but what people often do is they allow it to go on and go on and then they explode and then because they are either shouting or maybe even whining or there's an edge to their voice the people who are listening get hold of that edge they don't listen to the content and so you lose the moral program if you need any help with this, that there are resources on the website, genuinely-new.com. There are some articles, there's podcasts, there's genuine chats that talk about this very thing. You can go on to Genuinely You and become a free member, and there's a load of resources there. Or go and sign up onto the Gina Gardner 
um, genuinely Eugenia Gardner on YouTube, and there are so many free resources there. Go and have a look at them. If you're interested in any of the books, of course, you can go onto Amazon, but all of the details are on the website. Ultimately, it's down to you to take charge of your life. If you want a better quality of life, then it's time to do things differently. My job is to make you aware and to point you in the right direction by having great guests and to offer you resources, both free and paid. But ultimately, it's for you to become the leader in your own life. And moment by moment, choice by choice, you choose to be the leader or you choose to be the led or you choose to be the victim. So, are you going to choose to be the leader in your own life? I hope so. Thanks very much for joining me. Please join me next week. Share this because the more shares we get, the more we'll help be one G1. But take care. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.